All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Better late than never. Welcome. It's my, it's my favorite. Fucking Anton Lander. I like really like the bank It's my favorite. All right, let's turn this down. I procrastinated enough today. You know what? I'll just tell you all about it. Intro is going on behind me. So I'm sitting here. It is 10 to 4 p.m. on Wednesday as I'm starting to record. I was ready to go about two hours ago. And then you know what happens? I don't know if you're like me at all, but then things just get in the way. And for me, like when I'm in a mood to procrastinate, anything can get in the way. Quads calls me from Canucks Army. He goes, hey, man, do you have a time to chat? I'm sitting here at my desk. Roadcaster's on. The microphone is turned up. Everything is ready. The voicemail's prepped. I'm set to go. I could have just easily texted him and said, you know what, Quads, I'm about to record a podcast. And he go, yeah, no problem, man. Just give me a call when you're done. What did I do? I say, no problem, Quads, let's chat. End that chat. Jump on threads, cruise there for a bit. Jump on Twitter, cruise there for a bit. Instagram, cruise there for a bit. Go to my YouTube page, which is called Hi, My Name is Bag Milk on YouTube. If you want to see some of the random shit that I have in my phone all the time, sometimes I just want to delete it. And then sometimes I hear people that will be like, interesting to see some behind the scenes HQ stuff that nobody ever gets to see. So that is at my YouTube page. So I can delete it from my phone. But man, I am bad at procrastinating today. Two full hours I've killed. Two full hours, almost three, if I'm being honest. If I'm being very, very honest with myself, it's almost three. So I'm going to give a shout out to the audio department, the audio department.ca. Of course, they are helping me fix the audio on this podcast so that it sounds better when you download it in your car or no matter where you're at. If I'm in your head right now, I want it to sound better. So the audio department, they are helping me work on that. The audio department.ca, you can book some studio time, record a podcast like this one, record a mixtape. Maybe you got some bars. I don't know, whatever you want. The audio department, .ca, you can book it right there. Getting into it. I want to start off with, we mentioned it very briefly yesterday on the Real Life Podcast, but I want to mention it again quickly. On Friday, we did kind of like a team event, an Oilers Nation team event at the Riverhawks game. So Jay graciously organized that we had two suites at the Riverhawks game at Remax Field, which, by the way, if you haven't been there like in a while, if you haven't been there ever, Make a point to go down because watching a Riverhawks game, one, they're affordable. Two, it's great to sit outside. Three, if you get a nice night, nothing better. So anyway, on Friday, we get in there. We got two suites full of nation staff. We are having a blast. And the reason I mention that is I feel very fortunate after we have nights like Friday where we worked all day. We recorded podcasts. We've made a bunch of content, graphics, you name it. Like everybody has their jobs to do at HQ these days. And then we go to the Riverhawks or then we went to Campio, grab some dinner together as a team, have a couple of pops, head down to the ballpark, and we just have a blast together. And it's the nights like that where I feel very fortunate that I have a really good crew of people around that not only do you want to get the best out of them when it comes to work, but also hanging out and having fun and just being a team that's pretty tight. It's great. That leads me into talking about tomorrow. 
By the time you hear my voice tomorrow, which is Thursday, it'll be on the Real Life Podcast. We'll know at that point. By this time tomorrow, if Jay has hit a home run out of Remax Field, I was just talking about how great it was to be there with the team on Friday night to watch a ball game. Tomorrow, I'm going back with the Real Life crew and some extras. We're going to be making a bunch of content at Remax Field tomorrow. If you haven't heard anything about what this is, you do not listen to the Real Life Podcast. Let me tell you. Jay and Chalmers and their group chat buddies have had a long-standing bet that Jay cannot hit a home run out of Remax Field. Listen, I'm sitting there on Friday with the squad. We are in the suite down the third baseline, and I'm sitting there. I'm looking at the wall, and I go, fuck, man, that is far, because I'm on Team Jay. I'm on Team Jay. He said he was going to get the best metal bat he could buy for this to try and give himself a little extra boost. I say I'm with him, but you know what? As I was sitting there at the Riverhawks game on Friday with the squad, I'm looking down the line and I go, oh, fuck, he's going to have to connect on that one. <laughs> he is really going to have to connect on a ball to get it out of this place. But you know what? I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Listen. That was supposed to be me, not the other guy. Listen, if Jay wants to hit a ball out of Remax Field, here's what I recommend. You've got about just under 24 hours until you have to go do this event out at the ballpark. Here's what I recommend. Find several dozen children you can feast upon. Use their blood, kind of like a blood boy. If you've ever seen Silicon Valley, you'll know what a blood boy is. Well, this is what I'm looking for. The power of 12. The power of 12 adolescents that Jay can have coursing through his veins. Put it charging that ball and put it over the fucking river we'll see what happens either way i'm very much looking forward to it i'm going to take a couple of hacks as well led from for the record i'm going out here on a record and saying if i hit it out of the infield i'm gonna be pumped if i hit the ball i'm gonna be pumped uh, shout out to, of course, Chalmers and gavin our intern slash producer gavin they're going to be doing the bp throwing i guess I'm excited about it. We've been talking about this bit for months now. So the fact that it is happening tomorrow morning at Remax Field, I am so excited. Again, by the time you listen to my voice tomorrow, if you haven't listened to this one, we're going to know if Jay hit that ball out. I could not be more excited. Also tomorrow, I could not be more excited about going to the first ever Stingers game for myself. I've never been to one before, and I've always wanted to go to a Stingers game, and then... Jared, Jared and sales that works at nation HQ. He was at the game last weekend. I'm looking at the picture he posted on our social media. I'm like, fuck man, that looks like a great time. I got to go. Little did I know that the schedule was almost over. So last tomorrow night is the last regular season game of the year. If you're listening to this in time before Thursday, the 13th pop on down. There's $20 tickets. That's what I got. I don't even know what I'm expecting. I have zero idea what to expect out of this game i've never been to a pro basketball game before i have no idea but i am excited here's what also had me excited i asked on twitter i also have threads hi my name is bag milk on threads if you were on there you have abandoned the bird app you can find me there fat dad says three dollar hot dogs five dollar beers the sport is fast the in-house environment is great and the merch is awesome i think i'm gonna buy myself a jersey Jake added in the jerseys are about 50 bucks. I think I might buy one. Jared in sales, the guy who was there last weekend, said buy a hat, hoodie, and a beer. Amen. Robin Brownlee says sit back, have a brew, and enjoy. The Stingers put on a great game night presentation. Jason added, get there when the doors open. Food is great and the cheap and the beer is cheap. Atmosphere is always electric. Uh, Fred says they have free haircuts and shoe shines courtside. I don't know if that's actually true, but I could use a cleanup. I could use a cleanup and then shot ads $5 beer, man. Say no more. And the basketball is great. I am very much looking forward to it. Anyway, if you're at the stingers game tomorrow, I don't know where I'm sitting, but maybe say hi. If you know, who I am. if you don't, I'll probably just be some anonymous dude sitting beside you. Could be anybody. Could be anybody. Although one time that reminds me, you know, my shtick. If, if you know, you know, that's kind of how we put it. If you come to a nation event, you go, I want to meet Bag Milk. Someone will be like, he's over there. Go meet him. That's kind of how it works. But if you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. So I've had instances before. This happened in an Oilers game once where I was running the Oilers Nation Twitter from my seat at the game. And a guy reached over in front of me, taps my taps my shoulder. He goes, excuse me, sir. Are you Bag Milk from Oilers Nation? I'm watching you tweet right now, right in front of me, while I'm also following the feed on my phone. It was me. So sometimes you can catch me out in the wild, even if you don't know. 
couple weeks ago. I was at the Elks game. Guy busted me because of my Instagram picture. But you know what? I appreciate the effort. I appreciate the sleuthing. The last thing I want to get to before I get to the news this week, there's not a whole lot going on, so I've got more time for fuckery and shenanigans. I don't know what's going on in my neighborhood. I have no idea what's happening, but there are dicks everywhere. Let me explain. There are drawings of dicks. If you've ever seen the movie Superbad, you know that one scene. You know the scene I'm talking about with the veiny triumphant bastard. That is my neighborhood on the west end of Edmonton right now. There are dicks everywhere. And it's not like they're just like in a row. It'll be like a dick here, a dick a half a block away, a dick on a light post, like two blocks away, a dick over here, another dick over there, a dick on the ground. This dick is coming. That dick is not. I don't know what's going on in my neighborhood, but there are dicks and cocks everywhere. So here's the dilemma I have. Every time I'm walking my dog or I'm just cruising around the hood, I have like, it legitimately makes me laugh to see these dicks everywhere because they're so stupid. There's no point to them. It's not like they have got a, uh, a message of hope associated with them. What they do have is just a variety of dicks. So I, in my phone, I have got, I don't know, I'm just looking at this album I put. It's called the Dictionary in my phone, by the way. Um, I got about 20 in here. 20 unique dicks, by the way. I don't know what to do with it. I first I thought I was like, I'm going to post all these on social because it's very funny. But then what? what's one, I give away where I live. Or if you don't know already, you kind of know. Two, people are just going to be like, what's with this weirdo and all these drawn dicks? What's the message? I don't know. I don't know. Listen, man, we've all been trapped inside for way too long. If a guy gets a whiteout pen out there and he wants to go and draw some dicks on some random sidewalks, then who among us, you know? All I can think about is got to be kids, right? Because if there's one thing I know about young boys in particular, if you give them a Sharpie or some kind of whiteout marker, I know what they're drawing with it. And that's what I feel like. Or is there some kind of like West End group or some kind of gang or clique that I'm not invited in. And they've all got these, like, maybe the direction means something. Maybe there's details in here that I'm just not focusing on. Maybe I'm not paying attention to everything that needs to go on here. I'm going to get to the bottom of it, though. I'm going to get to the bottom of it, and I'm going to keep you updated. But in the meantime, uh, if I ever lose my phone and you're wondering what the the dictionary is, just you can ignore that. You can ignore that album. There's nothing good in there. There's nothing there for you. In fact, I might delete it now because now that I said this on a podcast that's going public, I realize how weird it is. You know, let's get to the news. Welcome to the news. What is happening with Bag Milk? Wednesday, July 12th, 4.04 p.m. Checking in. Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, checking in at 24 degrees centigrade. It is a beautiful day in the capital city. We are starting off with news that Ryan McLeod has filed for arbitration. Data set for August 4th. On the podcast last week, I said I legitimately believe that Ryan McLeod and Evan Bouchard are close to signing. I believe they are. And then Gregor goes out and writes an article yesterday at OilersNation.com that says, well, maybe not so close. Look, you said that with such certainty too last week. You said it, you were so convinced with yourself. You said, look, Ryan McLeod and Evan Bouchard, they're close to signing. I don't know anything about anything, but you can trust me. Listen, Satan, I don't need you chiming in and telling me when I'm wrong all the time. Ryan McLeod filed for arbitration. The date is set for August 4th. That is a Friday. Same night I go to Avenge Sevenfold. Is it a coincidence? Will I be going to that concert in a celebratory tone? Will I be going there upset? Again, if you want to hear my impression of what I think arbitration sounds like, you just got to go back to the last episode. Are you sure you don't want to do another one? I don't think we need to do another one. We got the point across last time. Oh, but I had fun. According to Gregor, and I quote, McLeod produced 11 goals and 23 points in 57 games last season. Clem Costin scored 11 goals and 10 assists for 21 points in 57 games. And Morgan Geeky produced 9 goals, 19 assists for 28 points in 69 games. All similar numbers. And if you prorate them over an 82-game season, McLeod would have 16 goals, 17 assists for 33 points. Costin would have had 16 goals, 14 assists for 30 points. And Geeky would have had 11, 22 for 33. They're all very similar. However, Costin and Geeky cannot be used 
used in arbitration because neither was qualified. And both became unrestricted free agents. Costin and Geeky each signed two-year deals at a $2 million AAV. What does that mean for Ryan McLeod? Because, of course, he did file for arbitration. And I'm really curious to see how this goes. If you missed it last week, the rule is, and I confirm this with Frank Saravalli, he's much smarter than I am, the team can walk away only after an amount of $4.5 million or greater. So if they say, Ryan McLeod, one year, $4.5 million, you're going to go, nope, no thank you. Sorry, Ryan, you have to go. Under $4.5 million, though, they would just have to accept it. They just have to eat it. So the arbitrator could go, listen, listen here, Oilers. We think Ryan McLeod's a stand-up chap. You need to pay him $4 million by four years, so say the arbitrator. Arbitrator? The third-party arbitrator. This could get tricky. As of today, the Oilers have only, and let me find them on Cat Friendly again. I was not prepared. I never am. They have $5.6 million available. That is not a lot of money to sign both A, Ryan McLeod, and B, Evan Bouchard. However, this uh, also has a guy like Lane Peterson is on the roster on here. Marcus Niemelainen is on the roster. So that's about another million and a half, million six that comes off that. So they're going to have, you know, a little bit more than the 5.6 that they're currently listed to according to Cat Friendly, but it's not a whole lot. We need these deals to come in at somewhat of a bargain. And what I want to know, if I'm Ryan McLeod's camp, I'm looking at this, I'm thinking about it from both sides, right? Like from the Oilers side, they go, let's get a deal, Ryan, we love you. And he goes, well, pay me. And if I'm his agent, I look at this and I go, huh, Evan Bouchard does not have arbitration rights. We do. Why are you grinding us down as much as you did or you are when we gave you a team friendly deal last year when Evan Bouchard, all he can do is sit up. He doesn't have our rights. So we'll see. We'll see. Speaking of Evan Bouchard, again, from that Gregor article yesterday at OilersNation.com, and I quote, Evan Bouchard's has, Evan Bouchard's camp, whew, can't read today, has two new contracts to use as comparisons. Bowen Byram signed a two-year deal at $3.85 million with the Avalanche on July 1st, and Keandre Miller signed a two-year $3.872 million deal just this week with the Rangers. Both were RFAs without arbitration rights, similar to Evan Bouchard. If Evan Bouchard signs for 3.85, then the Oilers will likely start the season with a 21-man roster so they can accrue cap space. They'd carry 12 forwards, 7 D-men, and 2 goalies. It isn't ideal, but it will be challenging for the Oilers to sign Bouchard for 3 to 3.2 million at this point. If they did that and signed McLeod for $1.8 million, then they could carry a 22-man roster and still have around 600 k in cap space to start the season. The Oilers, barring any serious injury from today to the start of the year won't start the season in LTAR. They want to be under the cap and accrue cap space so they have more room to add players at the deadline. So these essentially what Gregor's saying here is Buddy, these contracts are important. So let's get them done. Let's get them done. The other thing that happened this week that I had to touch on is so fucking funny. When news, did you guys see that Evander Kane is playing beer league here in the city? <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine lining up for your tuesday night at ice lot again i have no idea what league the broad street broad street bullies are in can we be a little bit more creative on the name there broad street bullies is very much a philadelphia flyers thing anyway so Kane plays on that team could you imagine you're lining up for your tuesday night ice lot it's 11 o'clock and you're like all right boys let's go we got three subs tonight let's fucking give her and you look across the ice and there's evander kane <laughs> I love it. First of all, it'd be quite the experience to play against a current NHLer. I've had the luxury, the privilege, whatever you want to call it, of playing against former NHLers. It's not easy. There's a reason that they're in the NHL and you're not. I'll put it that way. (laughs) I'll put it that way. I remember playing, this was shitty, years and years ago when I was still in shape against Martin Jelena. He was retired at that point, but not long retired, to give you a timeline. He was so much fucking better than everyone else on the ice. It was just, it was gross. He was just, he was making us all look like pylons, which we all are, you know? Anyway, Kane's name on the Broad Street Bullies that he's using is F-A-A-F-O. Fa-A-F-O. And you might be going, bag milk? What does that mean? That doesn't mean anything. Well, think back to that second round against the Vegas Golden Knights. Fa-A-F-O means fuck around and find out. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, Vander, you rascal. I like that he's turned it into his thing. Where's the Defy clothes with the fuck around found out on it? That's what I want to know. Where's the nation gear with the fuck around find out on it? Can we do that? Are there rules against having fuck on the front of your t-shirt? I'd wear that. Hell, we got a bunch of trucks driving around with fuck Trudeau on the back. What's the difference? Uh, the other thing I wanted to get to is Tyson Berry's wedding from over the weekend. It was awesome. Obviously, I wasn't there. But there's nothing I love more than when we get a little taste of people's personality, especially in the NHL where they really don't give you any of that. So you see that the guest list is extravagant. And you see that there is a bunch of Oilers there. Makes sense. Tyson Berry played here for a handful of years. There's a bunch of Leafs there. Makes sense. Who else was there? Bieber. What? Yeah. Bieber. And you go, hmm. All right. Well, that's interesting. But then you see pictures of Mike Smith. He's also there. And you go, Mike Smith, what are you doing there, buddy? He's tarps off. I don't know if you've ever been to a wedding where a bunch of shirts come off. All the weddings I've gone to, all my buddies end up taking their clothes off. And I just want to say that if you go to a wedding and their shirts popping off, you know you're at a good wedding. So when I see that picture of Mike Smith, by the way, still looks great. Dude is shredded still. He is walking around tarps off with his big sunglasses on. You know there is some shenanigans going on at that wedding, and you know your boy Bag Milk loves it. I loved it, man. I really, really did. It's fun to give people a look at some of the personalities we never get to see. Who was there? Sidney Crosby, Tyler Myers, Zach Hyman, Mitch Marner, Mike Smith, Darnell Nurse, Evan Bouchard, Connor McDavid, Luke Shen, Kyle Tourist, Nathan McKinnon, Justin Bieber, Ryan Reynolds? How do you know these people? Like, Bieber makes sense to me, but Ryan Reynolds, how the fuck do you know? How, how do you know Deadpool? How do you know Deadpool? Anyway. Shout out to the Berries. Your wedding looked like it was a truckload of fun. Jealous I wasn't there. I don't even know you. Don't know you worth a lick. Uh, The other thing I want to mention today is if you are looking to get a new jersey for the upcoming season, and if you are one of those people where you feel like you have bad luck with the jerseys that you pick, well, your old pal Bag Milk's got a little bit of hope for you. We learned this week that Connor Brown will be wearing number 28 with the Oilers. You go, great, Bag Milk. What does that have to do with me? Well, if you had a Ryan Murray jersey that you picked up last year and you're just looking to get that recrested, easy peasy. Slap Brown on the back of that thing. No one's the wiser. How about your Yesapuli RV jerseys that you got? You got number 13? Well, your boy Bag Milk's got options for you there too because our friend Matias Yanmark, the janitor we learned is his nickname, will be wearing number 13 going into the upcoming season, even though Jesse's body isn't even cold yet. Again, if you're listening to this, because this clip might go out on Instagram, like, oh, you didn't work Take a joke. Take a joke, man. Guy just got double hip surgery. Leave him alone. Anyway, there you go. Matthias Yanmark will be wearing, yes, Pulley RVs. Number 13, and that's where we're going to wrap up the news. is over in the words of the pet shop boys i've got the brains you have the looks listen to better late than never for our friends at betway provided that you are 19 plus and can do so responsibly i've got a couple of future bets for you that i was looking at today over at betway and they are of course edmonton oilers related i've talked about betting on the jays a bunch of times and let me tell you betting on baseball is not for me because bag milk's not good at it though that said i did get manoa's return correct and i did make a couple of shekels i'll give tyler ramchuk some credit for that he inspired those bets i just tailed him and he won so this time around though i am looking at the current odds as of june uh not june july 12th over at betway edmonton Oilers to win the stanley cup at plus 800 
Did I put a couple of shekels on that? Yes, I did. Did Wanya put a couple of shekels on that yesterday on Real Life? Yes, he did. I also put a couple of dollars today on the Edmonton Oilers to win the Pacific Division at plus 200. I think that these two futures bets at these odds are looking pretty tasty. At least for pre before the season starts. For this early in the summer, they are looking pretty tasty. And let me tell you, if I am looking to earn a couple of shekels, this is where I'm going to do it. Because you know what happens? You put a bet down on today, maybe five bucks. That's what I did on a couple of these. Five bucks in, and then come June when the Oilers win the Stanley Cup, you get plus 800 on your five-buck bet. Come on! 20 bucks, that gets you 180. You get it? Of course you do. Future you will be happy with today you. And that's why I want to look at a couple of future bets for our beloved Edmonton Oilers. They are looking good. Connor McDavid to win the heart is still plus 100. That is even money. You put 10 bucks down, you'll get 10 bucks, your 10 bucks back an additional $10 when he wins the award in June. Got it? Excellent, excellent, excellent. You're excited, aren't you? Of course you are. Of course you are. You're listening to Best Late Never with Bagged Milk. Meanwhile... You should like and subscribe. It's the right thing to do. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. For the fine folks at Trilogy Oilfield Rentals, it's time for the Regis Sack beating. Of course, Trilogy Oilfield Rentals are an established provider of tools that expertise across multiple oilfield disciplines, specializing in rentals, pipe recovery, abandonments, and completions. Currently, they maintain full-time operating units in Provost, Weyburn, and Kindersley. Bag milk, what kind of tools do they have? Well, I'm glad you asked. They have got rental tools, fishing tools, coil tools, drilling tools, completion tools, any kind of tools you need. Mills and bits, they got that too. TrilogyRentals.ca. This week's Righteous Sack beating is, I mean, there's no hockey to talk about, right? So you get a look in around what else is going on on the internet. And what I'm seeing right now is something that I do not understand. As somebody who love, love, loves, loves going to concerts. I don't understand the current trend with chucking things at the artists that you were there to see. We got BB Rexa got hit in the face with a phone. She had a she got pulled off stage. Drake just got hit with something. Harry Styles took one in the face. Uh, some lady threw her mom's ashes at Pink on uh, at a Pink show recently. Like that is straight up madness. Throwing your mom's ashes on stage at a Pink show. Now so what? I'm still a rock star. And then she's all coughing now because she's got your fucking mom's ashes there. But my point here is I love concerts. And I understand that a lot of people probably throwing things at these artists are young kids or just dumb shitheads. Listen, I was one of them when I was younger. I beg of you, please stop throwing things at artists that are on stage when they're performing. I beg of you because I can see it already. One, there's a couple things that are going to happen. One, they'll just figure out some kind of like netting that goes around the stage that impairs your vision. You know, like at a hockey game when you're sitting behind the glass and there's a net up, there's a reason that there's a net up. If you don't know the story about why there are nets up at hockey games in the NHL, go look it up. I feel bad for Espen Knutson. I always have. It was not his fault, but there's a reason that their nets are up. Now, my point that I bring that story up is if you're going to throw shit at Adele when she's on stage, and we've all seen the clip of Adele saying, if you throw something at me, I'll fucking kill you. They're going to put those nets up and it's going to make the experience shittier at concerts. I don't get it. I don't get it. You love this artist, or at least you say you do. So what, you're going to chuck something at their face? I don't understand, man. Here's the thing. I want to continue going to concerts. I want to continue getting good looks at my favorite artists and watch them perform the songs that I love. That's what I want. But I got a feeling now, at least with the volume of these occurrences happening, concerts are going to change in the near future, and that's going to bother me a lot. That's going to bother me a lot when I'm sitting there and maybe you've got uh, your seats are off to the side or something and then there's a glass window in front of them and your vision or is impaired as a result. I just, artists are going to keep touring, but they're going to find a way to not get hit in the face. That's my point. So what we need to do collectively as a society is stop throwing shit on stage or at least very much shame those who are. Rat them out, you know, rat them out. I don't understand what's going on. I went to Blink-182 
last week. I talked about it on last week's show. I'm not going to rehash the whole thing. It was one of the greatest nights I've had in quite some time. One of my favorite bands since I was a little kid came to town. I rocked out. I sang. My voice was hoarse the next day. It ruled. Never did I imagine pulling something out of my pocket and chucking it at Tom DeLonge, who was right there in front of me. Or Mark Hoppus. He was closer, actually. I was on Mark's side of the stage. I don't get it, man. So I guess for the righteous sack beating, think of all of us. And if you can't do that, we all need to shame you because I don't want to go to a pink show and get covered in your mom's ashes. I think that's fair, isn't it? Of course it is. There's the righteous sack beating. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Roof of the saddle, don't crumbling. Roof of the saddle, don't crumbling. Roof of the saddle, don't crumbling. You're listening to Better Late Than Never telling you to stay the fuck out of Calgary. The voicemail. Good day, good day, good day. Voicemail brought to you by Alfa Romeo of Edmonton. And I'm telling you that the Tenali is here. Starting at 47190, the Tenali has landed. What is it? It is an SUV that is absolutely stunning. Go check out my Instagram. Hi, my name is Bag Milk. There's pictures of it there. And you go, man, I need to test drive a Tenali. If you want to test drive one of these whips, and I encourage you to do so, go check out alfaromeoedmonton.ca, alfaromeoedmonton.ca. Pick up a Stelvio. We can can match. It'd be great. It'd be great. I would love to match you in a matching Stelvio. Think of how handsome we would look. We are all over the place here today with some anonymous voicemails. We've got some from Ben. We've got some from Ari. So they're just kind of all mixed in. I'm going to start with this random anonymous. Good afternoon, (laughs) dear Better Late Than Never listener. It is I once again... Your noble, whimsical, pompous donkey. <laughs> and I fuck badges. <laughs> Lest anyone think that is actually uh, Donkey Volley, it is not. It is Dukes nailing his impression. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> And the fact that you pick that he fucks badgers is just as one of my favorite things as well. Is such an aggressive animal. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. You know what's funny? Go ahead. You know what the funniest part about that whole thing was? Wait, come closer, I'll tell you. Go ahead. I'm here. You you won't believe it already. <laughs> this isn't even donkey volley. It's me. <laughs> It's me, Ben. (laughs) It's Ben. Anyway, vote for Ben because I'm the best. (laughs) This uh, BLTN presidential debate has gotten ridiculous. My ask, if you're listening to this, leave me some voicemails. What do you want the candidates to do? I've got a list of ideas that I'm building here in a Google sheet. The boys don't know this yet, but I've been working. I say I'm working and I'm actually working on it. So don't think I'm not. We're going to jump on a Zoom call here at some point. It's going to be on a weekend. We're going to do a little special edition of BLTN, I feel like, just to match timelines, you know. One's in Australia, one's in England, and I'm in Canada. Not exactly the easiest thing to pull off, but we'll get there. So anyway, I want to know from you, the listener, if you're listening to this, and I know you're there, I see the analytics. I just want to know you what you would love to ask the boys. You know, you've got uh, three gentlemen here that are uh, passionate, to say the least. Speaking of which, Ben, you're up. We have to re-sign Bouchard and McLeod. Yeah. Yeah, I was just talking about that. I'm, I'm, if I'm being honest, I would have thought it was going to be done by now. I'm not worried or anything. I'm not either. But uh, not much Oilers news. So 
practically I'm just bored and kind of worried. I think we'll be fine. Um, I We don't have to add. Um, what was that? I forget if it was, I think it was your end truck that said it on Owen. Like, he said we had to add. We really, really don't. It's, um, like, think of how far this team got us last year. And I think we're adding and getting better, personally. Um, yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, the Oilers are a good team. I think that uh, we all can agree they're a good team. The pieces that are going to get added are more secondary than primary. If that makes sense? Like, you're not going to bring in another first-line center. You've got one. You're not going to bring in a second-line center. You've got a, one who's arguably almost as good. So it's going to be a lot of nibbling around the edges, and I think that's what Tyler was getting at on Oilers Nation Radio. I don't know what else. Actually, I would like Philip Zadina. I think he'd be like a good third line center. Ah, just signed, Ben. Just signed. We missed out on him, but I agree that would have been an interesting gamble. Especially, I thought it would have been, it was possible, especially given that you know the Detroit tie, right? In case you didn't know, Ken Holland used to be the general manager of the Detroit Red Wings. Next message. Hey everyone, it's me, Bagged Milk, and you're listening to Better Late Than Never with Bagged Milk. Now go and buy a fucking car from Alfa Romeo Redmonton, or find where you live and shit in your fucking little bit. Listen, if that's not a bumper, I don't know what it is. I'm going to go, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this on the fly. I'm going to move that one into my bumper column. It's there. It is there, Dukes. I mean, Dukes has Bagged Milk. I love it. Ari, you are up. So, mind if I get real for a second? Sure. Bag milk? Please. So, this time, July 2022, last year, Mm -hmm. I would say it was probably like the lowest I've ever been in my life. I'm sorry to hear that, man. You know what? I'm going to let this see. I'm going to see where this goes. In terms of my professional life, my education, my love life, nothing was going right for me. I was 25 pounds overweight, too. Hmm. And one of the constants that I had in that time was the Oilers and you guys at ON. I looked forward to listening to what you guys had to say every week on this podcast or on Oilers Nation Radio and stuff. And now, one year later, like I'm going to university. I've got a job. My love life is going pretty great. I was 190 pounds. Now I'm 165. So I just wanted to say, like, thank you. Ari, that rules, man. Yeah! Yeah! I love that guy. He sounds like James Hetfield. Ari, that rules, man. I love this voicemail. Thank you for leaving this. Um, Good for you. On all accounts, love life better. In university, got a career in mind. You At least you're on the path down to it. Your fitness, losing 25 pounds in a calendar year is no joke, dude. That is no joke. So I just want to say as much as you may look forward to what we're doing, I look forward to your messages and I especially look forward to getting, hearing stuff like this. So thank you for listening. Thank you for participating in our podcast because at the end of the day, you're a big part of this one too. You leave voicemails often. We interact in a way. You give me topics. You give me thoughts. You give me ideas. And to hear that your life is going well and that we're even a small part of that, that's pretty awesome, man. So I'm happy to hear that for you. I think that's great news. Love hearing it. And just uh, keep it up. You guys, with your content and stuff, you really took my mind away from some from some really, really dark thoughts and places. And you have no idea. Like, you guys really helped me out. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. And you know what? It's important that we talk about this stuff sometimes. Life's not easy. There's ups and downs, ebbs and flows, any cliche you want to use, but sounds like you're turning things around, Ari, and that you're going in a good spot, and I love to hear it. So keep leaving voicemails. I got to find out, you know, I got to figure out 
that voicemail right there, first of all, I'm always going to have the voicemail. That's always going to be a thing. But I do need to have a thing where right now it could be like, I'm recording BLTN and then you guys could call in and we can interact more of in a live format. Because I'd love to ask some questions about that. Like, what was the first podcast you found? Like, what kind of stuck it for you? Meaning like, if you listen to Owen Radio... There's a lot of people that hate Owen Radio, right? But I started that podcast because I wanted an Oilers podcast where it felt like, not like a pundit on TV talking down to me, but rather something where I was just with my buddies and we were talking about the Oilers, the team we love. And that's what Owen Radio is. And maybe that was the one. Maybe it was real life. Again, different flavor of the same idea. It's just a bunch of us in a room bullshitting about literally whatever's going on in our lives. I'd love to follow up, Ari. I'd love to know which one was kind of the one where you were like, huh, there's something for me on here. That's great. I'm happy for you. That is fucking awesome. Good for you, Ari. Ben? No, it's probably super overrated. Go ahead. Caviar. (laughs) (sighs) I didn't expect a 13-year-old to tell me caviar was overrated today. <laughs> How often are you having caviar, man? I just tried caviar for the very first time in March of this year. We were on the Toronto Nation vacation, and the hotel we were staying at, the Royal York, was a nice hotel, a really, really nice hotel in downtown Toronto. And I had a couple of buddies. One was on the trip with us. One happened to live in Toronto. And we just decided to meet up in the lobby bar um, I don't remember what it was called now. I wish I could because it was fucking cool. Anyway, we met up in the lobby bar and it was a little bit fancier than what I was used to, but I let my friends do the ordering off the menu. And part of it was there was a caviar dish in there. And that was the first time I ever had it. And I, it was good. It was delicious. I looked at the price of it. I'm like, mm, probably won't order that again. But uh, <laughs> anyway, I'm looking forward to seeing where the rest of this goes because I don't know how often 13 year olds generally eat caviar. It's super expensive. Amen. Just end of voicemail. We'll end it there. Yep. Super expensive. That's why rich people, they love it. They like, it's, it's a weird thing that they just fucking love it. Never personally had it, but there's no way it's as good (laughs) as what you have to pay for it. No, like I said, I, I, it was good in Toronto. It was really enjoyable. It was, I don't remember exactly how the dish was put together, but the caviar was very nice. Very, very nice. Overrated. Hit me. Very overrated. Licorice. Licorice in general. I have a problem with this bad kid now. Listen, Satan loves licorice. Satan loves... Listen, Satan loves the nib licorice. That's just delicious. The smell of it with the fake cherry is nice. Just your standard red licorice, your Twizzlers, if you will. Fantastic. What about the ones where you peel them string by string, almost like that cheese, but it's not cheese, it's licorice. Damn it, Ben. Damn it. Don't like it. And people who eat black licorice, I don't even know. You know what's interesting about black licorice? There's only ever one slot on the stores for black licorice. Or at the stores, I should say. If you go in the candy aisle, you'll have a a variety of red licorices. And then one black licorice. Because they just don't sell much of it. There's no way they do. I refuse to believe it. In fact, I can't even eat it now because it's basically like a time machine for me going backwards when I was 18 and being at Ezzy's and taking shots of Sambuca. No thank you. What to say to that? Um... Anyway, bag milk. Mm-hmm. Why am I leaving this? Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either, man. <laughs> Listen, here's what I'd say, Ben. Why do any of us do anything we do? There's really no reason for it. Most of us are just sitting here floating through time. Do you ever feel like a paper bag blowing through the wind? Or is it a plastic bag? I think it's a plastic bag. Anyway, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Right? Of course you do. Next voicemail is anonymous. Could be Dukes. Could be someone else. I don't know. It just says anonymous. Good afternoon. Oh, the donkey! Now, we have had all three of our presidential candidates chiming in this episode. This is very exciting to you, Sir Donkey. Welcome return of yours truly, the Donkey. 
I've, I've left it for a little bit because I went to Glastonbury, a music festival in the UK. Oh, dude, how was it? Who do you see? But uh, I don't know what else you've got here. I just got anonymous voicemails all over the board here. But you got to leave me another voicemail after you listen to this and just tell me who you heard, who you saw. I've always wanted to go over to Europe and go to one of those massive, massive music festivals. But at the same time, sometimes I'll watch it like on YouTube or whatever. I'll watch clips after it's over and I'll go, nope, glad I wasn't there. Too many fucking people. Where do you piss? Where you stand? Probably. Dance a little bit. Uh, got off my tits. Um, drunk far too much cider, which is made of apples. and Apparently makes my head go a bit funny. Hmm. Um, and then I came back living in a tent. Well, I was living in a tent there. I didn't come back and live in a tent. I have bricks and mortar. Too much rumbling. Braggart. Um, yeah, and then I got AIDS, stroke, COVID, so I couldn't speak. I like, <laughs> wow. I almost sounded like a painful New York and a delicatessen. I don't know, but I couldn't do that. So, where are we in the presidential election, by the way? <laughs> I am back and fighting. Hmm. Apparently, Mr. Dukes is running scared because of the new boy in town. Hmm. Scared of the competition, are we? tremendous just where i want you boys i can't wait till we do this zoom call we've been dming a little bit about it on instagram and just on twitter um but i cannot wait to do the zoom call first of all i think it'll be fun just to talk to you fucking mad you mad lads but i think if we have some cocktails together and we just bullshit and just kind of talk i think we'll have some fun whether or not we get to any presidential business who cares so we gotta organize that Good thing it's only July. We got plenty of summer left. Uh, back to Ari. Hey, uh, I got a question. Sure. How do you send in one of those bumpers? You know, where the people will say, "Hey, you're listening to Better Late Than Ever with Bagged Milk." I want to do one of those. I don't know how to send one in though. So yeah, you just did essentially. You just did Ari. All you got to do is leave a short voicemail with whatever you want your bumper to say. And how, what I do is just like I did earlier in the voicemail, I just transfer it to the bumper page on my, on my soundbar. So you can literally go, Hey, it's Ari. I'm listening to better late than never. And you should too. download, subscribe, wherever you get podcasts, whatever you want to say, I'll play it. I'll absolutely play it. Going through some of the uh, random bumpers that we've got here. Uh, Captain Felton's been in here. Oh, geez, Rick, are you listening to podcasts again? Not just any podcast, Morty. It's the podcast. It's better late than never with bag milk. We've got Matt checking in as Mickey. Oh, boy, you're listening to better late than never. <laughs> of course, we know the donkey. This is better late than never with bagged milk. Yes. We've got budget Mark office. So you can just leave. A, I guess my point here is you can just leave them in the voicemail, Ari, and I'll just transfer them to the right page on my end. Whatever you like, pal, leave me a bunch. I would love to have more bumpers. Love to have more bumpers. I'm in. I'm in, and I'd love you to have one. Uh, next up, anonymous. Hello. Yeah, it's been a long time. Uh, I would like. To, I've been out the loop a little bit. I would like to talk about. Ken Holland's um, actions. Sure. During the, um... it's fun when Donkey actually like Donkey Volley actually leaves a voicemail that's you know about the Oilers or something because that's why we're all here essentially is we all love the Oilers and we found ourselves a weird little community where we can talk shit and chirp each other. But sometimes the Donkey has questions. We need to make sure that we are on the same page. Seasonal. Hello, but good afternoon, by the way. Yes, yeah, obviously. Um, I'm going to give Ken Holland an A-. minus. I think he's created cap space. Mm-hmm. I totally endorse the signing of Connor Brown. Jesus wept. I mean, um, I know... What's his name? Mr. Flippin' by Mike Babcock, who actually played for Whitley Warriors in England. I saw him live. Um, said he's one of his two favorite players. Um, if you look at Connor Brown's stats, he played 82, 82, 82 off the top of my head, and then the truncated season, and then did really well. And it's only the last season he's kind of lost a few to injury. That's the thing I want to mention, just punctuating your point here, Donkey Volley, that there's a lot of folks who go, oh, Connor Brown's injury prone. No, dude, he had one bad year that was really banged up by injuries. It was last year. He's going to be fine. He's going to be fine. He is surgically upgraded. 
Surgically upgraded. Surgically upgraded. I think he's an absolutely solid signing. Me too. I love it. Um, I'm probably not saying anything new. It's probably all been said before. One thing I'm curious about with Connor Brown is, is this a one and done? Because it feels like it's a one and done. But we'll worry about that later. But again, I'm a couple of weeks behind on the podcasts. So, yeah. Um, hmm. I'm excited. Very excited. I'm excited too. If only you knew how excited I was. Tell me. You dirty little people. I am dirty, aren't I? Let's go Oilers. Go Oilers. Go Oilers. Uh, next one is coming up from Ben. Listen, I got something. I like that you're also picking up some of my mannerisms. I feel like I'm raising you, Ben, where you go, listen. You've been listening to this podcast a lot. You're picking up my mannerisms and my uh, my uh, kind of speech patterns. I'm a fan of it. I like it. What if Donkey Volley and Dukes are both spies? They could be. I wouldn't put it past either of them. Acting like they want to take be president, but then they'll turn the site into flame site. Oh. Boom. They're flame spies. Scoundrels. I got it. That's why you should vote for Ben. He is not a flame spy. <clears throat> you can look at his room. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve-ish, thirteen, fourteen, fourteen <laughs> different Oilers photos up. Much more memorabilia. I was also an Oiler for a day once. Really? Twenty nineteen or seventeen. That's cool, Ben. So yeah, boom. Stop the presses. Ben was over there for a day. Leave me a uh, leave me a message about that, Ben. I'm curious how that went. I've always wondered about Oiler for a day. I had a buddy whose kid was Oiler for a day last season as well. It was great for the kids. He got to stand by. I think it was Nuge. He stood by. Anyway, it was super cool for the kids. I love it. Uh, what's next? Ari, you are up once again, sir. Who you got in a UFC fight? Elon Musk or Mark Zuckerberg? <laughs> okay, so obviously this is uh, coming up everywhere. By the way, the nation is on threads. OilersNation.com, D-O-T is how the dot is spelled. So OilersNation, D-O-T, com on threads. I'm, hi, my name is Bag Milk on threads. If you're on there as well, sign up for us. So if you haven't been paying attention, Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg are allegedly going to fight each other. Elon challenged Zuckerberg to a fight. Zuck said, send me location. We'll see if it happens. It's not going to happen, although I wish it would. So here's the thing. Who do I think would fight or win? Zuckerberg. Go on to Zuck's Insta page. He has been training in mixed martial arts for quite some time now. Yesterday, literally yesterday, July 11th, this is 12th today, a picture of him came out training jujitsu or some shit like that. Again, I don't know anything about MMA. He was training, and he is fucking shredded. Six-pack, dude looks yoked. Meanwhile, over on the Twitter side, Elon Musk looks like a barrel. Now, he is South African, and that will come with it some kind of South African, like, rage strength, I imagine. But my money's on Zuck all day. My money is on Zuck all day. Not even close. Dude is shredded. He's in shape. And frankly, Threads is pretty sweet. Today, I saw an update saying that they are going to add in the following following tab, so just who you're following as opposed to the algorithm very very soon they're just doing maintenance given that a hundred million one hundred million accounts have already signed up of course that's not a hundred million people i personally have signed up for like eight accounts i've got my own we've got withers nation i did daily face off you get it but still this thing is taken off at a level that i doubt even zuckerberg thought it would this quickly at least and you know elon's panicking so if that actually leads them to fight my money of course with betway is going to be a Mark Zuckerberg. Next message. Mike Babcock with the chin that a pigeon could sit on. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He was fucked. I sent a voicemail. Well, I'm sure. Well, you probably heard it like minutes ago. But for me, in real people time, that was like the other day. And I can't remember what I fucking said. 
No, I've wondered about this. So I'm glad you brought that up, Dukes, because for me, like you said, I listen to them all in one shot on the podcast in the moment. I would like to give you a genuine reaction when you leave some leave me something as opposed to being like, oh, I know what's coming and I've got a little canned line for you. But for you guys, I all I see when on my end is sometimes there's it depends how you put in your name. If you put in your name, I see your name. If you don't, it says anonymous. And sometimes if you don't even fill that in, I get a date. So for this one, it says you left it on the 12th, which is I mean, today, but for you, it's yesterday. Australia's in the future. Congratulations. I've wondered if you ever forget what you left. Anyway, back to you. I'm rambling. I can't remember even leaving these messages because I'm um, always shit-faced mm. when I do it. But, however, I've just not been drinking much since the season ended, so now I can, like, remember stuff, but not well enough to remember what I said, just like, you know, baby steps, baby steps. Well, let me recap. One, uh, you said you were Ben. Allegedly not Ben. Two, uh, repeated that Donkey Volley is apparently a badger fucker, which is one of the funniest animals to pick. And three, now we are adding in that, like, have you ever seen the movie Memento, where you, you wake up and your whole memory's wiped out and the guy writes stuff on his arms and shit to remember things? That's where we're at, Dukes. That's where we're at. Um, fuck, I swear this voicemail isn't just to get my quota up against that fucking the badger fucker but um <laughs> oh sorry just i'm watching everyone loves raymond there's a really important scene and i didn't want to miss any you know, plot points so i haven't watched this since i was a kid so it's you know really important for me to it was a good show be on top of what's going on it's a great show um fuck man have a drink every time i say um and one of these voicemails you'd be fucking dead by the end of it uh, fuck, I nearly said it again. So, anyway. Mate. Yeah, off-season, eh? It's a um, <laughs> little, 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 little bit less going on than, you know. Buddy, I love you, but that one, you had, you had nothing doing on that one. Nothing doing. You had the repeater going. You said you weren't drinking, but I swear you were like, Dukes, I love you. Next message. Hi. I'm Chris Chalmers. I'm Charm out on fucking whatever that thing was that pissed me off the other day before the podcast. And, um, <laughs> you know, what's going on? When's JR gonna, gonna go yard out of the fucking ballpark, man? Tomorrow. I don't know. Where's my cowboy hat and rye? Let's go Oilers. <laughs> That's great. I gotta send that to Chalmers. He's gonna love that people are doing an impression of him. He's going to absolutely love it. I'm going to send that to Chalmers immediately when I'm done recording. So Dukes, just know that Chalmers is gonna hear that immediately. So while I've got your attention, please, I figure I would do a bit of campaigning, right? Because that's well. a thing that's happening at the moment, mm. apparently. Um, so first of all, well, if there's any grunting in the background, I'm not at an orgy mm. anymore. I just got home, but the dogs are wrestling. Um, first of all, on that note, I'd like to congratulate Ben for joining the presidential candidate race. Can- while you're doing that, Satan's having an orgy in the back. If you hear grunting, it is definitely an orgy. And it's, I don't know what you call it, election-ish thing? Ballot? Ballot. Let's use ballot. Well done, mate. You know, good on you for standing up to old drunken idiots, because <laughs> who needs them, right? Somebody's got to um, do it. And, you know, I think it's really important that the Edmonton people have a representative that lives within that community, right? Makes sense. You know what? Nation, better late than never nation or whatever we're calling this better late than never fucking. We do need a name, don't we? Better late than never is a very long podcast name and it doesn't lend to like, you know, Taylor Swift has got the Swifties. We need something, but like, I don't want to be excluded of that group either. I don't want her to be called Swifties. Because then they all call her. Do you know that the Swifties call her mother or mom sometimes? What the fuck? I don't want that. I don't want you to call me daddy. Ooh, maybe I do. Mm. universe thing? All right, boys. Simmer down. Bit of decorum, thanks. Um, but, you know, this is a global... Oh, you fucking... I lost my train of thought, Fucking idiot. <laughs> Anyway, something, something. This is a global um, 
community and I'm part of the globe, so I live in it too. Well, I, I, fuck you, Gretzky. Muck me up, brother. And now you're quiet. Now it's ruined. You... <laughs> <sighs> Some people may think I'm wasting my time doing this, but I think this is the perfect use of my time. So, yeah, uh, continuing on with the last one. Um, th- this, yeah, like this is a global community. Yep. You know, whether it's Oilers fandom, Oilers Nation, or just this podcast, you know. It started as, you know, but here's the thing that I think you're trying to say. It's a global community, of course. We're surrounded by, like, we started because we're Oilers fans, and then it narrows down a little bit. You just kind of fall down the funnel a little bit, and then you end up at BLTN, which is this podcast. And by the way, I was talking to Kennedy last week about some new logos for the show. Once I get some new logos, I'm going to make a bunch of stickers and I'm going to send them up. The nation's not going to do that, but I will. I want to get you guys some stickers and some merch and just like some love for the support because the last year and a half have been a lot of fun and this podcast has grown well beyond what I thought it was going to be. So I just want to say thank you. So I want to get that out of the way. Like. It's definitely got reach, and I especially appreciate. Like, I love all the Oilers Nation content. Obviously, not having really many people in my like actual personal life to talk hockey with, um, or specifically Oilers. You know, definitely to the fucking obsessive levels of, of that we get to. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really have anyone, but then I jump online, and you know, I can be right amongst it. And I guess this podcast, obviously, just allowing me to fucking pitchfork my way in as, as often as I like. Um, it's been really cool because, you know, things like on on social media and things, people see my name and they recognize it and, you know, a bit more interaction and just getting to know a lot more of um, the nation community and, like, the Oilers fans and just, yeah, be a part of it. And it makes, like, through the playoffs and stuff, just all the footage everyone was sending, everything, it was just so unreal. Like, I was sitting on my couch by my fucking self drinking beers on, like, you know, a mon- random Monday, 1, 8, 1 p.m. I love this. Two messages on the voicemail this week where we're just kind of talking about how important the community is. And Dukes, I love it because for guys like you, we set up some of this stuff for guys like you. We know there are Oilers fans all over the place. And for a lot of you, this may have been your home and you left to go work somewhere else or you just fucking moved. Or in your case, Dukes, you picked the Oilers because you thought they'd be a good team to follow. Then they ended up drafting Connor McDavid and they get really good. So all of our stories are different. But we're all here for the same reason. And it feels like even though you're hundreds of thousands of miles away. Hang on. I'm going to map this. I don't remember where you are in Australia. You're in Northern Australia, I believe, right? So Edmonton to Australia. Let's just see what that says. Oh, you can't walk there. So that's unfortunate. Uh, Let's go Brisbane. Because I think that would be close to you. Closer to you than... We're a 19-hour flight. We're a 19-hour flight from each other, Dukes. And yet here we are interacting on the podcast in as close to real time as we can until I set up a call for us. I love it. Thank you for being part of the community. Thank you for being part of this podcast. You're a huge part of it. The thing that I like about BLTN and the thing that kind of gets talked about behind the scenes about this podcast specifically is that it's kind of just a conduit to all of your thoughts and questions and whatever. You guys can ask me anything and I'll ask, I'll answer whatever you want. You can ask about nation stuff. I'll answer it. You can ask Oilers questions. I will answer it to best of my ability or we can just bullshit. And that's why I love it. And that's why this podcast is doing as well as I think it is. And that's why we've got a really cool community around it. And that's why I'm coming up with new logos so I can send you guys some stuff. Listen, I don't know how long it's going to take me to send you some stickers in Australia, but damn it, am I going to do it. I'm going to do it, Dukes. I'm going to. But I just felt like, man, I was so pumped. It was awesome. And, like, that wouldn't happen without things like these podcasts, man. So, like, I know it's just fun and, and like, a job and stuff for you guys, but it's actually really cool. Um, Unlike Donkey Volley, he's a piece of shit. So, fucking vote for me, (laughs) because I know why not. And there you have it. That's how we're going to wrap up the voicemail for our friends at Alfa Romeo of Edmonton. It's a good podcast today. I love this podcast. Here's the thing that I mentioned off the jump. It took me two, almost three hours to sit down and actually get myself to work. And yeah, this is work, but... 
once I'm doing it, man, I couldn't be happier doing this podcast. You guys make me laugh. It's the greatest. And then I'm going to go outside my Alfa Romeo Stelvio. I'm going to drive that. I'm going to get myself something to eat. Mrs. isn't home tonight. So old bag milk's got the green light to go maybe to Arby's. We'll see, though. Again, I just want to say thank you. Please leave voicemails. If you're listening, leave voicemails. Just chime in. If you've never left a voicemail before, the link is in my bio. It's in the link tree for the voicemail. It's also, if you go to OilersNation.com and you find the Better Late Than Never article that's associated with the podcast, it's always in there as well. So I want to make it as easy as possible for you guys to chime in and kind of say your piece because this podcast doesn't work if it's just me sitting in my room, in my office, without your interaction. So I'm very grateful. Very, very grateful. I want to say thank you to the audio department. I want to say thank you to Betway. And I want to say thank you to Trilogy Oil Field Rentals. Most importantly, again, we're all just giving each other over the pants handies this week. But damn it, sometimes you need to. And I want to say thank you to all of you. So you make this fun for me. And I'm glad that we're able to keep in touch, even though we're all over the world, baby. BLTN Worldwide. Let's do it. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.